What's up, people? Zach with Bros, Bibles, and Beer, episode 22, Don't Tell Jeff How to Pray. All right, quickly, some housekeeping. little feedback on Facebook from Nicholas Giugni. He said this is in regards to Dave Bullock. We had him on from Refuge Disability Ministry. He said, enjoyed every second of this episode. You guys are hilarious, smart, and effing real. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah, Nick. I think you're effing real. And thanks for the feedback. Keep it up. And also, here's iTunes reviews from D&G's Mama. I'm not a dude, but I was laughing nonstop and couldn't turn it off. Entertaining, makes you think, had me intrigued, and made the pickup lane at school fly by. Awesome. Thanks, D&G's Mama. Good to hear from you. All right, so quickly, everybody close your eyes. Nobody's looking. Can I see a show of hands? Who has not left a review on iTunes or a rating? Eyes are closed. Nobody's looking. Nothing to be afraid of. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see you. I see that hand. Okay, I see that hand. All right. Eyes closed. This is, if you're feeling it, just slip that hand up. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, this is how this podcast is going to thrive from your help. So if you haven't left a rating on iTunes, you can hit pause. I don't mind. We'll be waiting. Just head over to iTunes, leave a review. It'll get read if you're lucky, and it really helps out the show. Because apparently iTunes cares about ratings. They don't care about other numbers. I don't get it. It's just what I've been told. But we really appreciate the feedback. This episode, Jeff had the question, is there a right way to pray? And by extension, does that mean there's a wrong way to pray? We also find out how Scott used to feel convicted when he would pray on the toilet. I wonder why. You'll have to listen to find out. Also, we talk a little bit about my homebrew that I just bottled. And I found a full growler in the garage cabinet, of which contents I had no idea. Also, very special thanks to Matt McDonald of The Classic Crime and to The Classic Crime. The music you hear in this episode is used with permission from The Classic Crime. And you can find them wherever you get your favorite music. Hope you guys enjoy. We are on a long path to become the second best podcast in the universe. And we want everyone along for the ride. So stick with us. Tell your friends, tell your wife, tell your husband. And let's get this thing going. Basically, Scott's got a lot of questions. He is afraid to ask his pastor or talk about. He doesn't want to dig up all these things that are going on in his inner soul he can't bring him out because he's afraid to get exposed and naked in front of other people well i gotta say that i was trying to expose and get scott naked uh (laughs) last week (laughs) hey let's keep it serious Well, Lisa, Lisa somehow made it through college without a boyfriend. With nary a boyfriend. Oh, can I, 
I just want to say something about your wife. Whoa. She's that athletic type that I could see her going Go through. Yeah. Going through school and not having a boyfriend because there's an intimidation factor of female athletes. Am I right, Lisa? I had one boyfriend in high school and went on one date in college. That was it. <laughs> oh, wait. You went on a pathetic, date? Pathetic, right? It was really bad. But see, uh, that proves my point that female athletes, especially really good ones. And I got tricked into do two dates. That wasn't cool. Well, plus, guys at Christian College. How do you get tricked into dates? I was told a group of us were going to a movie, and then he showed up by himself in his dad's car. Oh, uh, everybody Wait. flaked. I don't know what happened. Was it a Beamer? Actually, I think it was. I think it was a white BMW. <laughs> How could you pass that up? I went on the date, but then I like ran and just closed the door, and I was like, good night. Oh was it God. a... Walk me to the door. So oh free gosh. dinner, was and then you just series? ran away. Three series? Five series? I don't know. This was like 20 years ago. Oh, uh, they didn't have five series back then. Actually, not 20 years ago. 15 years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's not that old. But also that and laser-like focus. The ballerina picture in her parents' house, laser-like focus. Right. And like my wife, I guarantee she punches people. Zach, can yeah. you confirm? Yeah. I got bruises, but I can't show you. Okay. I'd tell They're you about in all them, the right but spots. it's unspeakable. All right. I did overhear her They're on my d- Okay. <laughs> I wish this was video, because Jeff. And when she's when back. Said, okay, when, when you said okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna edit that out. You know what? This is way better start than the last twenty podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of starting, I bottled. Okay, you know what's funny? Bros, bottles, and beer. No beer talk. Almost no it's beer talk. It's been ever. a long, long time. So I had beer talk. I bottled my IPA yesterday, mm. and I had a sample, so it was flat, fresh, flat beer. Oh no! And it was great. Wow! It's really be a good one. Yeah. Can when I hear sit for a week and then oh. sit in the fridge for a week or two and wait? Is that what's sitting in front of me right now? And that's the other beer news. I was. Getting ready to bottle, going through my bottle shelf with all my empties. Do tell. And I grabbed a couple growlers, and one of the growlers felt a little heavy, a lot heavy. Full growler that I forgot about. Hmm. So I have no idea what kind of homebrew is in this growler. Wait, you haven't even popped that at all? We're going to pop it right now. All right. Do you have a glass? It's like finding a 50 in your pocket. Yeah. A 50. I was going to say 20, but I'll take 50 is better. You brewed it. U.S. Grant. I brewed it. It could That's be. That's a 50. It could be the brown sugar strong uh, ale. That was good. Really good. And I brewed two batches. I don't remember what the other one was. So it's one of those two. And we're going to find out. All right. I got to I, I gotta get a glass. Go get a glass. Uh, I got to finish this Ballast Point Wahoo White that no one else wants to drink, so I'm drinking it. Yeah, nobody does. Because it's lame. <laughs> I bring a 12-pack. There were three in there, and the three were left, and you've been drinking them all week. Because I didn't, I didn't buy a beer, so I'm just kind of mooching. It's like all the boys at Pepperdine when Lisa was there. They're, it's soft. Mm. Soft and bland. Mm. No interest in a girlfriend like Lisa. Yeah, Lisa doesn't have interest in a girlfriend. Thank you, Jesus, <laughs> for Zach. All right, we're gonna see, we're gonna 
This is I don't want this to flip up and pop me in the face. <laughs> okay, right now Zach is down. He's at a ninety degree angle over the hangar twenty four craft brewery. What is that? It's a hangar twenty four uh growler. Okay. And this thing is a beast. I mean the audience, if if you if I mean you, you can't see what's going on. I mean it's it is oh wait a second. This Three, two one. Oh my wow. I guess it's still carbonated. <laughs> that oh my gosh. So currently Zach is standing in a very upright position. He's almost looks stern. And he's not exactly sure what he's drinking right now. Oh, it's the science experiment one. It's the one that that uh, carbonated at elevated temperatures. <laughs> and so it affected <laughs> how the yeast reacted. And so it has... Oh, this is how I got my four children. But go ahead. Yeah. I gave you the best yeast infection ever. Okay. <laughs> Minus the <laughs> yeast. <laughs> but Science experiment? Okay. So when things ferment <laughs> at too high a temperature and then condition at too high a temperature, it changes how the yeast the yeast can produce off flavors. They're technically off. I would be disqualified from whatever type of beer this used to be because it doesn't have that flavor profile. Now it has kind of a Belgian-y Kind of like a Belgian-y double profile. That was a good description. And yeah. so it's definitely drinkable, but it, this I'm re- remembering now it didn't turn out mm, how I wanted it to turn out. Okay. So yeah, you, and you know what? That was a Monopoly $50 bill in my pocket. <laughs> now it's a $2 bill. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, not too much. <laughs> I wasn't sold on your... <clears throat> Your description of the beer. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll uh, sip on my belt, my Wahoo White for a little while. Okay. You can be honest, Jeff. Wow. Okay. I gotta say that I like this. It, was this something around uh, Christmas time? <laughs> yeah, this, it was. Okay. It was. I gotta tell you, I I like this. It's got a it's got a, a sweet, definitely a sweetness to it. It's uh, it's got a good head on it, and I'm not a Belgian guy. The funny part is, it wasn't supposed to be a Belgian. I think it was just going to be kind of a strong. It's got some. Ale. It's Are got you sure that's not the sugar that I'll just kind of turns? This has got a sharp or, taste. Well, I like also it. with with time, the hot profile goes away. So whatever bitterness was there to balance it out is um. I should say the hop aroma goes away. So I really feel so like taste a little more sweetness. Okay, I'm tasting like an obliterated root beer. That's so fine. I mean, this is mm. this is amazing. You never know. I mean, that's how Stone came up with Arrogant Bastard. Is they 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 were brewing pale and they upscaled it and then jacked up the calculations and um, kept the batch. Boom, Arrogant Bastard. Do you have any idea how you made this? It's all I have a log. Good. So I don't I don't remember 
Well, I didn't write down what temperature no. it conditioned at, which was too... That's I mean, I had a couple of bottles explode in the garage. That's right, 4th Lisa, of July. Lisa thought the neighbors were self-radicalizing and attacking <laughs> us because it sounded like gunshots. Scott, have you tasted this? I've had the foam. <laughs> I told you, it's got a good head. This is so tasty. I really, for a couple of years now since I've been indoctrinated to beer, it's always been IPAs. Yeah, when I met you, it, it was, was Mexican beer. It or was nothing. It was Dos Equis. It was Dos Equis. I literally green watched it. Green or yeah. uh, brown? Uh, green. Verde. And I was green. Cafe. In terms of drinking, which is why I was drinking Dos Equis. But I loved the commercial. I hadn't drank before. And I saw the commercial, talk about marketing, most interesting man in the world. And I would literally, when people would ask me, hey, do you drink beer? I'm like, you know, when I... I don't always I don't, drink, I literally, I don't oh my always gosh. drink beer. <laughs> but when I do, oh my gosh, I drink Dos Equis. <laughs> Great marketing. And there I was. Yeah. And now I've turned you into a full-blown alcoholic. Yeah. I, well, You're we welcome, our, Tanya. We need, to, well, yeah, we need to hurry up. Actually, I have about an hour and then I have to be at my AA meeting. Well, now it's not... AA, it's just A. Is it? Because I know you're going to one. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Just whoever's listening, you figure it out. If you can't, stop listening to the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, everything else will not make sense. (laughs) That's so good. This is this is great that we're all enjoying each other's company before we start to hate each other in a few minutes. It's going to get real. It is going to get real. What are we talking about? See? (laughs) They can't hear looks, Jeff. The fight is going to ensue. (laughs) I've got a great podcast I'm editing with Jeff and his wife talking about the journey they've been on, which is insane. Um, I did not say faith journey. No. Intentionally. It was not a faith journey. It actually was, but I hate that phrase. We're probably going to have to delete this part because it'll already be out. You know what? You know, it'd be good is if I del- if I beeped faith, it'll sound like an F word. <laughs> <laughs> they went on their f- journey. Oh my gosh! I have four kids. That's why. <laughs> So again, f- we're gonna be focusing on these little, these little, these little things, in no particular order. But just trying to dig into what people are afraid to talk about or admit that they're dealing with, that ju- just need to be exposed. So and w- something that's on Jeff's heart. But it's not that it's so much. This isn't really something on my heart. It's more of uh, how to, and that was praying. And how to pray. Did I just say it's not a how to and it is a how to pray? Yes. <laughs> See, when the words come out of your mouth, exhausting. you just pay attention. I'm, exa- I'm exhausted. Try to listen to yourself <laughs> as you're speaking. I can't do that. Scott, are you here? I'm here. Okay. Let's just say you're at a Bible study or you're at dinner or you're at church and you are going to pray. How do you pray? Is there a right way to pray? And I started thinking about this because I, I've noticed that I, 
I have people that I know that pray just they're sitting there normal with their eyes open just looking around and then there are people that did you can tell their posture is different and and so you guys like what? give me an example okay in the terms of posture yeah what posture is different um well no i've had i've had times before in the past where it just feels like a relaxed setting we're in someone's backyard and we're about to eat dinner and or or we're not it might be prayer and i notice it like at the end of the dinner we're going to pray for a few people and i notice i've sat back and i and i'm kind of looked and i've been like huh i know this person's a believer and they're a strong believer and they've been kind of grown up in the faith and the church and and they just kind of sit with their eyes open and just kind of look around i mean obviously i'm assuming that that's just the way they pray so it kind of, it threw me because I grew up a Catholic when I was a kid and there was a very specific way to pray. Everybody prayed the exact same way, the same posture. Amen. My question for you guys. Oh, okay. There's a question. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I forgive Finally. both of you right now for your judgment. Uh, how... <laughs> Is there uh, not? Ha- is there a certain way to pray? After all, <laughs> after all, I that? give you background on how I pray, how other people pray. So, is there a certain way to pray? Ha- have you, when you're at these summertime, it's warm out. Do you have ca- how many cameras do you have set up that you can watch the playback of people praying? <laughs> Two, <laughs> three. Would you? You record people's prayers. I wear a GoPro. <laughs> Don't worry about this lump on my head. <laughs> Stop. This is, this is a serious show opener question. <laughs> oh, man. Now, are you asking it, like how we pray, or are you asking it, if, is there a, a, if there's a Bible is have there a, a biblical way for, to pray? Well, there's, because there's, it's... Uh, go ahead. Answer the question. I have a follow-up. To the answer I don't even know I'm going to get. Well, according to King James... You go into your closet. <laughs> Jeff almost just spit into his cup. <laughs> He's still trying to. You're holding the cup under your mouth. You're allowed to spit. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to make it. I thought it was going to come out my nose. Now, Scott, you can correct me. And everybody else, for Google your own Bible, okay? You guys can figure it out. But Jesus is talking about praying. He's talking to the he's kind of critiquing the Pharisees and for praying in public and having a lot of fancy words and basically a lot of talk and not a lot of heart behind what they were doing. And so he said, go when you pray, go into your secret place. Actually, this ties into an article Scott sent, um, which we can pull up that that's titled like seven or eight things. Your pastor won't tell you about the Bible or something like that. But, and one of the claims was Jesus argued against praying in public. Now, I, I thought that one was silly. That article had decent points or, or decent discussion points, but that one was Jesus was make, making a point. If it, don't be using words just to use the words or to sound impressive. So I, I don't know if there's other guidelines, but 
that's the one I think of. And the King James translates when he says "go pray in secret." I think it King James translates "go into your go pray in your closet," which has been growing up. I always heard when you're in your prayer closet, can you pray for me? That <laughs> just just <laughs> really? XYZ. yeah, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> but that's that's where the prayer closet comes from. Gotcha. But since you don't care about learning your Bible, that's why you laughed because you thought it was so funny. Okay, it actually Brett. is funny. Okay, it's okay. Uh, and it, okay, so it's I I hear what you're saying about the like don't pray in public. I mean, just that the th- the it was more the these thought. people were in the in the temple and the synagogues and stuff, and they're they're just so verbose and right. loquacious, if you will. <laughs> Those big words. Yeah, and I, and I get it. And there's like the people out in front of like some event and they're, you know, yelling and screaming uh, prayers. Sweet baby Jesus. And and it's like, I don't know if this is, you're going to get anybody's heart right here. This Our is actually dearest Lord, Heavenly Father. Kind of a turn I'm, off. I'm summoning Ted, Ted Cruz again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had conversations <laughs> about Ted Cruz. Oh. I kind of wish he was still in the race just to, mm. just to be able to hear him talk. Anyway, we get sidetracked. Sweet, sweet Jesus. Okay, so really, this is this is the simple. It's a simple thing, of praying, eyes closed, eyes open. Are you supposed to bow your head? I mean, there's these supposed to do. So I'm asking, do you guys think, in your opinion, let's just start there. In your How opinion, Scott, do you think there's a opinion. way to pray? You're talking. You're talking about physical outward. Prayer. Yes. Physical outward things. Yeah. Okay. My posture. My eyes. Uh, should they be closed? Yes or no? I I I don't know about closed. They're probably it, it, probably two ways that are described. Let's say open eyes and closed eyes. Yes. Right, Scott. Yes. So it it'd be tough to not hit any of those. <laughs> so, oh my God! Basically, dude. pray, pray how you feel. No, but um, I, there, there's no, there's no requirement. I heard feeling was dangerous. But yeah. go ahead. There's no requirement. There are ways that are described, like lifting up, probably lifting up your hands, and prostrating yourself. <laughs> yeah. So getting on your face. Oh, okay. In reverence of God. Okay. And lifting up your hands, just. Just basking in the glory of God. So, side note: speaking of prostate, straight. Yes. My dad's dad, may he rest in peace. We spent the night at their house growing up, exactly one time, with my dad's parents, my grandma, and grandpa, and oh my goodness, if he believed in spanking, he would have spanked us. Because my brother and I were ready for bed. My dad would tuck us in and and pray with us when we're laying down. And so we get into bed. I must have been like five or six or something. We get into bed and we're both laying there. And my grandpa got so upset that uh, we weren't kneeling at the foot of the bed. Oh, wow. I mean, it was a big issue. He was a Seventh-day Adventist. That makes sense. So I don't have a clue. Well, they will, they have a proper view of hell, I think, but that's about it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. But fundamental things. 
we think these well, things are fundamental. Well, he was fundamental. I'm not totally familiar with Seventh Avenue. He was very adamant that if we did not pray, but he also believed he had he he combed his hair with a comb like 69 times every night before bed, and that's why he had a full head of hair when he died. And like he was just rigid with everything. So it could have been him more than Seventh Day Adventism. But yeah, kneeling for him. Well, they they do have a lean towards... Was a requirement. Yeah, they have a lean towards uh, those maybe more... Well, Catholicism is like that. Yeah, requirement-based... Ritual and... Yeah. Now, there is is a part about kneeling and bowing your knee. Um, it's, It's out of, yeah, the reverence of who God is. So I don't know that it's a requirement though. You, okay. Well, no, I actually I know it's not a requirement, but it could Thank it could God. show a position of of your heart. Could, but that's ultimately what it, ultimately what it is. Your heart is the condition of your heart, right? Yeah. But there are other things that. I mean, that's my thinking. It's where you, your heart. Yeah, at. you you pray without ceasing. Uh, but there are times where. Prayer should be, you're setting apart everything else and you're focusing on on prayer. And part of that is I mean, getting, you know, maybe getting your heart right before God. And that might, that might take you getting on your knees or prostrating yourself. Or closing your eyes. You're, you got your eyes open and true. Then you look down, it's like, damn, my wife's got nice legs. You know, all the time, yeah. all the Get, time. Getting, distra- getting, yeah, getting distractions out of there, and you're you're focusing on communication with God. Go ahead. So, I was gonna say you you had mentioned the elders' book that's sweeping. It is sweeping like wildfire through our church, We're moving mountains. Through a few, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not like that. You know, big of a deal. So, and it's a book on how to pray. It is. I've yeah. read about the first four chapters, but I've saw the I saw the video, the a part of the video. And and John Eldridge says there's a right way to play, a pray and a wrong way to pray, and I stopped in my tracks at that moment. And I'm like a wrong way to pray, and there are multiple there are multiple wrong ways to pray. Well, and multiple <laughs> right ways to pray. <laughs> so could I fit those on my one hand or two hands? <laughs> probably it would take hands and feet. Hands and probably. feet. <laughs> but there are wrong ways to play, I'm sure. Yeah. But the the point that okay, so I, I got to telling somebody here about the fact that I'm a I am a non I'm a non conforming worldly person. I, I just don't want to be in don't stick me in a box figuratively and literally because I'm going to come out fighting. Um, It'd be weird. We're looking for Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) We're looking for Jeff. He's not answering his phone. (laughs) We hear a little rustling in the corner of his house. And he's literally in a box. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Guys. Yeah. So so Jesus. Go ahead. In Jesus' name. Hold on. That's not what I was going to say. Go ahead. (laughs) I am. Uh, I totally lost my train of thought with Zach's stupid you're, you're not, <laughs> box I just at home. Imagine you looking up sheepishly <laughs> as I open the box. 
Zach. Oh, dear God. They failed me. Thank you, Jesus. I've been praying with my eyes open the whole time. No, I'm just like, you can't, there cannot be a wrong way. Like you said, like you said, Scott, if your heart is in the right place, because sometimes. You were a nonconformist before. Sorry. uh, I was. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. But the point being, if someone tells me this is the way you got to pray, I'm like, nope, not going to pray that way. That's because actually, if someone has told me that this is the way you would do it, like this is the way you should pray, I my heart will not be right because I'll be thinking about that person and the way that they want to control me. That's kind of how I look at it. Whereas I'm like, I'm giving this all to God. So where's if, discipleship in that? And if my eyes are open or they're closed or I'm standing or my arms are up or I'm down on the ground or whatever it might be, or I'm kneeling at my bed or the couch or whatever, um, my heart's right and I'm with God and that's how I'm praying. And so I guess I just threw it out there. It's such a, it's a person, it seems to be a personal thing. I know I'm answering the question, uh, my own question, but I really, since I've only been in the church for five years, uh, I mean, I realize maybe there's wrong ways to pray and it's when your heart's not right. But you, you guys, what is, I mean, do you feel like there's pressure to pray a certain way? <laughs> that actually might be a better question. Do you feel like there's pressure to well, pray a certain a, it's way? That's a good question. Um, but going back to you saying a wrong way to play when you're, pray, play, pray when your heart's not in the right place, I, I'm going to push back a little bit. There's been times some of some of my best praying, I would argue, is when I am actually honest for once. Scott's giving me that look. When I'm actually honest. I'm and, just kind of scared of where this is going. No, sometimes sometime be like, sometimes I'd be like, I don't even know what. <laughs> I'd be like. <laughs> this is why I started a podcast for my communication skills. <laughs> so You're doing knowing, lovely, Zach. Being angry, heart not in the right place, quote, bunny rabbit ears, quote, unquote. Unquote. Um, and and just owning it, saying, just almost giving it up. Like, I don't have any words. I I want to be here. I don't even know what to say. I'm angry. Bad word here, bad word there. And And just owning it. And it's some of the most real times I have had in prayer is when most people would probably think my heart was not in the right place. I, so what is that? I got it. I got yeah, you. But what is that? Do you think your heart was in the right place? Because that's all that matters. I I think it doesn't. I, I don't worry about it. Like being in a quote right place. As because it, it's. I, I guess it is in the right place because it, it's honest. I mean, you're not thinking about it. You're like, am I... I'm not pretending. Right. If anything, it's the right place. It's a beautiful thing. It's broken. It's it's a- angry and it's not pretending. It's not... Man, I used to go through the... One of my pet peeves now is finding spots in my faith that is sup- more superstitious than faith. And one of the old ones I used to do was just just try to... I know there's a sin I'm forgetting. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta for, ask for forgiveness before I even start to pray. Otherwise, God's not gonna 
hear me. And I, I, that's, I don't think that's right. And that doesn't happen anymore, but that was one of the, one of the things in, in prayer that is definitely a wrong place. If you have that attitude, I would argue that's, that's a problem and it's more superstitious than, right. Yeah, it can be. There are, there are passages that talk about your sin and confessing your sin. Now it's, now if you want to go into nitpicking and trying to, uh, you know, think about every little sin. Okay, yeah, sure. But there are passages that talk about confessing your sin. So if you know that you're in sin, then yes, I think you should do that because there are there are there are passages about that. Yeah, I, I won't argue with that for sure. But that's different than I mean, I was just fine tooth comb stressing stressing about God not listening. Yeah. So it's it would be that balance of. It feels embarrassing where people where people would get that idea from, because there are verses that talk about it, and having the balance of not going as far with with trying to nitpick it like that, or or worrying worrying about it, but just you yeah. examine yourself, and and if there's you know if there's something there, then yeah, just like before you take communion, you you examine yourself, right? That's what Paul's. Paul talks about examining yourself before you take communion. You should do that, and and then and confess whatever, whatever you, whatever you can remember. I, I, I guess that's what his point was. Yeah, right. And I mean, you can make that a ritual where you, it, it can become something that you just do religiously right before, or what's probably the point is it can become a, almost like a part. You're constantly examining yourself. It's you're constantly aware, as opposed to, and and it's it's subtle but different from nagging yourself or or um, beating yourself up for mistakes, but just just being aware almost, um, as as opposed to just waiting until oh now I'm just gonna do this quick checkup before I I eat the bread and drink the grape juice. Right, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's yeah. Paul, yeah, I we're probably agreeing there. So I'm not going to try to create an argument there. <laughs> so <laughs> you, sometimes you're natural. You're, you're like, well, no, because it just I'm it's gonna find it almost here. sounds like you guys have yeah, gone just, so much deeper than just, I really yeah. wanted this conversation I think, to go. I think we're, I'm sorry. Should I stop? I think we're agreeing. I right. let it be noted. Zach, uh, Zach agrees. Agree. Zach agrees with Scott. Scott, do you pray with <laughs> <laughs> Scott? You pray with your eyes closed. Sometimes, you pray with your eyes closed, Zach. No. If I'm talking to do someone, do you ever stare at people while you're praying? Um, creepy. I pray. Do you ever? I would. I would. I would flip it and reverse it. I've. I've you prayed. People stare at you while you're. Praying. I've prayed while staring at people. So I'm talking to someone with my eyes open. And I start praying because I'm like, oh, this is going to get real. Oh, Lord. Okay. There's a little bit of drool pull up in your yeah. side of your lip and mm. you have to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it depends. If if I'm typically, if I by myself, even if it's dark, in my room, yeah, I'll close my eyes. It's just, uh, you know, there's nothing in Wrong with that. Okay. And do you use certain words? Do you think people need to use certain words when they pray to start the prayer off? Low-hanging fruit is 
the Lord's Prayer where Jesus said, Our Father in heaven. And, you know, it almost sounds like we're missing a little bit of context from that specific situation because it's implied like, well, this is how you pray all the time. Um, but, and people build, or people of certain theologies are very adamant that you start with the Father um, and then you end with, in Jesus' name, um, and there's that order. You don't start with, dear Jesus. If, if, you're, not, if you're not in prayer Some all the time, say. If you're not in prayer all the time, yeah, I think I, you should probably have something where you are getting your mind right to know who you're praying to. It because if if you're if you're just praying every once in a while, you I mean you you could lose that. You could lose who you're praying to. I think you do need to get your mind right with with who you're actually praying to. So if if uh, if saying Heavenly Father or God to start your prayer off that can be beneficial because it it's it almost centers zeroes you in yeah yeah focuses you if you're okay if you're in constant prayer I got you you know if you're in constant prayer you you have you already you have that in mind already right you you're already you're you're talking to the creator of the universe you're talking to your savior but if if it's every once in a while yeah, I think you need you need to get your your brain right. You need to know who you're praying to. That's interesting. Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? You're asking the questions. Uh, I I th- I think people should pray whatever is comfortable for them that gets them in the right state of mind and their heart is right and i know it's weird if you're not a if you're not a believer and you're not at church often the idea of like getting your heart right sounds well, weird well this is all it's well bullshit. yeah who are they praying to complete, why would they be praying at all it's complete horseshit so i mean just the phrase like get your heart right i mean the when i pray with my family i was okay <laughs> i was praying with um my wife she's calls me uh in and she's like will you pray with will you pray and i'm like uh, okay i usually do um lately i've like skipped every other day and but she, so she calls oh, me oh shit jeff and i go in there and you know it's 11 o'clock at night and i you know sometimes i stay up later than she does which is a lot and I think it makes her uncomfortable regardless. All right, so what's what do you I go in there and I and I'm like, okay, um what it's been on my my heart to ask her or ask people in general like how's everything going? Then I have a center to pray about. Like I can ask God. Oh, so when your when your wife just asks you to She's like, "We pray." You of, are you caught off guard? We pray and then I'm like, "Oh, um, what is, am I caught off guard? Me? Are you asking me? Yeah. That? I'm not caught off guard. Cause you started off with your wife asking and then you started asking for a little I know. And so, uh, sorry. I'm ex- freaking exhausted. Okay. I, I asked her and she hates conversations late at night, like deep conversations. And that's all I want. And so I said, how is it? How is everything? 
And she's like, oh, God. And I'm like, what? And I'm Wait, like, how is she? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, what? Wait, wh- why are you acting that way? And we like had like a five second or twelve second tiff, and I'm like, wait, what do you? You asked me to come in here and pray, and she's like, yeah, you want to have like a five hour conversation? I'm like, what are you talking about? I need to know what's going on. Like, is something going on in your life that needs prayer? So you asked me to come in here and pray. I'm asking you. What's going on? Uh, how, how's everything going? And she's like, oh, well, and then she told me a few things. I'm like, okay. And then I'm kind of a- asking God, like, you know, where does that, where does it leave us? I mean, does my, is my wife really, does she need prayer for these things? And then I, I pray and, and it was just, it was really funky, like w- weird way to pray, but it was like, let me get past all this junk and that and then I got there. Okay. Anyway, that's when almost I would say I'm going to say it 88% of the time my wife says, "Zach, will you pray?" It's usually not Zach unless she's mad. It's usually, "Boo, will you pray?" And 88% of the time in my head, my first response in my head is like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> I I don't I don't feel like praying right now. <laughs> uh, and then that's when I'm thankful for um you know, where it says the Holy Spirit intercedes when you don't have words. That's right. <laughs> it's like I will say some words. Not exactly sure that that's what that means. Well, but I'm going to uh, go with that know. for now. Shut up, Scott. Now, I'm on a different journey than you, Scott. I'm just going to go with that for now. A different faith. <laughs> Journey? <laughs> you didn't let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Lord, thank you for my future planet. And I know, I know Scott. Scott's praying for my salvation, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you, I have not read this Moving Mountains book that so many are raving about. It's okay. You could probably pass on it. No, I, w- I want to. I, I like reading what people think about <laughs> stuff, no matter what the things are. So is there a danger with books like that? You've read some of it, Jeff, with how to pr- telling people how to do anything a certain way. I knowing a little bit about Mr. Eldridge, I would say probably he has enough disclaimers in there where it's not if it if you do this and it doesn't work, that's on you. That I don't, I don't think that's the message. Um but is there a danger in the how-to being misinterpreted or otherwise? I think and this is for Jeff or Scott. I think there needs to be a. You said Jeff first. I so. think there needs to be a a a small disclaimer that we get right in our own hearts with with Christ, because our conversations with God are completely unique, and God speaks to everybody in a very different way and everybody's closet is a different size mine has a walk-in closet Mm. bragger (laughs) go ahead keep elaborating with four shoe racks but improv you have that many shoes a little down wine cellar 
This is so stupid. Is that where your box is? Down below. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> you can't Stop. Get out of the box. Stop. 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 It's a. It's. Stop. It's a wood. <laughs> what the heck are we talking Stop. about? Stop. Stop it, Dad. I'm trying to get out of the closet. <laughs> Jeff, come out of the closet. <laughs> Don't get me started with the movie. <laughs> What right. movie is that? All right, help us, Scott. <laughs> Good Lord, God. All right, help so us. I think you, you mentioned a few minutes ago. Well, it's probably 20 minutes ago now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you mentioned about how it, you, you don't see how someone could tell you how not to pray. You remember saying something like that? <laughs> okay, I'm not. Yeah. You act like I'm inebriated or something. Well, I think that would is so there's a right way and a wrong way to pl- pray. That's what that's, that's what John Eldridge says. John, According to Jeff, that's what John Eldridge says. But Jeff, you mentioned something about maybe you having a little issue with someone saying that there's a wrong way to pray. A, a right and a wrong way to pl- pray. Like right. they're boxing you into a certain way to pray. Or or telling you that there's certain ways not certain, to pray. Probably the wrong way to pray is just... It's really the idea of someone saying there's a right way to pray. You, you know... Pray with your eyes closed. Pray with your yeah. head bowed. Pray, like even in church, you'll say, "Let's bow our heads." Yeah, that's common. Yeah. Now, and, and then separating that, does it from what John Aldridge is saying? Is he making any reference to? And I'm, and I really am not trying to defend John Aldridge. Believe you me. But <laughs> is John Al is John Aldridge in any way talking about? The outward things that you're doing when you pray. Of course, he wants you to be praying on top of a mountain, and then you try to move that mountain. John's but on his knees. It's an epic adventure. I know. John's on his knees. He's has his arms out. And he's saying, "We need to make sure that we consecrate this time." And and then he goes on for ten, yeah ten minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, is that? necessary it's obviously necessary for him and that's okay and that's i mean it's neither right nor wrong in in the world in the kingdom it's that's how he connects to god he needs to clear the space he needs to make sure that he's protecting the space clearing out any demons or things that would wedge in between his life and and his communication with Christ and I'm good with that but he does say that there's a right way to pray and a wrong way to pray now I don't recall what his wrong way to pray was but he made it he he I'm inferring that the right way to pray is to make sure that you use these words and say these things and kick out these demons and clear out this space so that you can have your holy time with God. Okay. So what if I flipped it a little bit instead of saying there is this right way to pray, what if I flipped it and said the wrong way to pray is how Jesus told the Pharisees don't don't do it with a bad heart. Right. That's where I, 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 that's where I was going with that question. Is, okay. 
Yeah. Scott, you and I are agreeing dangerously this too is much. This way too this much. This is weird. But that had nothing to do with any, with the bad. It only talked about this is the right, right. right way. And so I would prefer to, with you asking, is there a right or wrong way, I would I would focus on, we know this is wrong. A lot of big yes. words for the purpose of being noticed, seeing how spiritual you are, how awesome you're talking to God for the wrong reasons. Anything outside of that? If you're talking to God, get your prayer freak flag frying. Frying. You fry that frag in the fryer. Yeah. Fry the frag. Fly that prayer freak flag. There, I did it. Just however it is, whatever words you need to use. And, but I don't come from the, I mean, there's this camp of the Eldridges and a lot of people at church that are more focused on eliminating whatever evil might be around. A few. Whatever um, negative spirits, you know, however you want to define it. I don't know why I I don't focus on that. Um, I don't either. I don't either. So just get it on. However it is. Yeah. I just take the sword that God gave me and I just thrash everything in front of me. That's a horrible visual. That's a horrible visual. I'm like, hello, Satan. I'm going to Boom. I like to throw. Yeah, you got to watch that microphone. I like to throw grenades. You hit Satan with your sword. (laughs) It's a big, (laughs) it's a big (laughs) metal one. Mamma Jamma. It's a big Mamma Jamma. (sighs) That really turned really quick. And I don't think Jeff got it either. No, he's he's still <laughs> he's still thinking. I, spiritual I don't even sword. know what he means by sword. And I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> you guys, mean, I'm sure guys, he doesn't mean the Bible. Guys, and I know for sure Zach doesn't mean the Bible. Guys, so <laughs> I can yeah. I just stick with the metal sword? <clears throat> now that's a personal preference. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, help me! Now I really hope I really hope Were John Aldridge's. <laughs> I was. Yeah. God, right, really guys, out sorry, of this ahead. conversation. No, Scooter Holbert, go. I, I I just really hope John Eldridge's heart is in the right place when he's describing this because it it would probably it's probably it e- is and it's I don't want to make easy this about to, Je. It's probably easy to um think of John Eldridge is just a man. His well, think about his prayer life as he's describing this epic prayer. Standing that's in front after of a woman. you know, uh, you know, you you do all these. Yeah, you're just, just such a man, and then him. To you, love. Yeah, and then you go on top of a mountain and you're gonna to pray. <laughs> so, I will say, if I were writing a book, and I, I basically said, just don't do it this way, and then any other way, just go for it, guys. <laughs> that's. It's not compelling, so yeah. But people Jeff, don't buy that stuff. Jeff, people to answer buy, you, people yeah. buy a certainty. This is how you do it. Jeff, to answer your question, like what Zach was saying, is that yes, there there is a wrong way to pray, and Jesus described that. There's a right way to pray, that and Jesus described that, and it's laid out more in principle fashion. That these are kind of the these are the guidelines that you follow. I I get a lot of hope from how Paul prays for people. Looking at how Paul prayed for people and knowing the the shit that Paul went through, um, Scott, can you help me name them? Shipwreck, shipwreck, beatings, twice allegedly. Yeah, uh, whipped, whipped, whipped with uh, uh, 
With I want to say thirty nine lashes with white bread. Yeah, with, 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 with white bread. White. <laughs> with the crust is not hard. That's and he had not that thorn hurt. in his side that he prayed against. But the thorn in the side. Yeah. So, um, with all that yeah, junk, going hunger. Yeah. And he almost prayed people to. He prayed for wisdom and strength through what was going on. He didn't pray to take people out of their situation. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was more, you're in this, praying for knowledge, wisdom. Um, yeah, I can't imagine that he wouldn't have prayed for people not to be delivered from that. No, I, but, I, I'm but not that making they would an be argument. Sh- but also that they would be strengthened through that. There's, there's always it, a, a lot of talk about the... Um, the joy set before you when you're facing persecution. Right. That it's it's the strength of Christ. When you're weak, it's not just weak in sin. When you're feeling weak like when you're feeling tempted, but when everything is against you, when you're being persecuted, when you're hungry, when you're thirsty, when you when you're really, really weak, then you're strong because it's Christ that strengthens you. It's God's grace right. that strengthens you. Yeah. And that going back to, to Jeff's nonconformist strand, I definitely have that. Um, and so I, I have a natural rejection of anybody that's certain about almost anything right now, especially <laughs> pra- es- especially prayer or... Well, I'll just say there's a danger in setting people up that might be not as prepared or of a different frame of mind, setting people up to think, I, I've i been praying the right way, quote, unquote. That's the third time I've done that, bunny ears. And yet, my mom died. I mean, I mean hell, not my mom. But I was just saying, I was like, I was say, dude, we've been talking for like three hours well, and you didn't mention it yet. I, Lisa and I have, we we prayed for a sick four month old that did not survive, um, a long time ago, and that kind of that kind of perspective kind of runs contrast to anybody that would be like, or would be like if you don't pray a certain way you know it's less effective or and I don't think that's what John Eldridge is doing but there's always a danger in that getting misinterpreted like your faith is not good enough if you prayed this way and and yet you're still sick or whatever situation is going on and that's why I glean hope from Paul and his prayers for people it's in the midst of these things that's almost the emphasis as opposed to, God, will you just fix this? You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying, God? Mm-hmm. This is where you're involved. Yes. I, complete, I completely oh, yeah. agree. You didn't hear me at all. I just I just <laughs> said I... <laughs> I was yeah, totally and, with you. <laughs> and, and, going, and, you know, wanting to strike balance, it's that you pray in faith, but you also... Acknowledge that it's the will of God that will be accomplished, and 
you you are praying to the creator of the universe asking for something to be done but he, it's all god already knows what's on our heart what does that mean that you don't have to pray all right exactly. guys podcast over exactly thanks for coming thanks jeff <laughs> thanks yeah we don't we don't do it i mean i think some people careful this is really theological it, here and i even do it sometime out of superstition uh like i don't do it as much now because i don't have any problems now i've already gotten past all my problems yeah <clears throat> praise jesus <laughs> <laughs> but scott hates i think uh, do you hate it when i do that <laughs> i well just it's it just really it's the Jesus. It's just more Jesus. It's, I think it's more <laughs> affirming it to ourselves because God already God already knows. That sounds really Joe Olsteinish, just to say. <sighs> hey, be a better you. He, <laughs> he, this might help if you would sit. Okay, Jeff. Yeah, you're being a, such a Joey. Right now, Jeff is curled up in a ball on the outside patio furniture. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll put a picture on the website. But you're about to fall. Your eyes are barely opened. Okay, so now you're closing your eyes during prayer. (laughs) (laughs) I got a mountain bike at 730 in the morning. Come on, let's go. No, that's all right. Lord, I would like to lift up Zach. Oh, that was another question you had. So Jeff asked me, what is up with people praying? I'm lifting people up. I would like to lift up Zach in prayer. I didn't understand. Sanctify. Yeah. We're sanctifying you. Sanctify. Is but that like, is it a defined term? Lift yes. up? Oh, it is. Well, well it means something. It would, it well, san- yeah, I mean, I know what so lift do, means. Do you know what sanctification means? No. Okay. I'm going to have an idea, but I'm not going to tell asking. you. I was yeah. just asking. Yeah. But I mean, it, that to just be, g- is it like some, uh, something holy? Yes, it's to make from clean the same or root, same root word. Good, which I th- believe is like hagios or something, which which is the same word that has the meaning that where we get the word saint from, but it's holy, set apart, so like a sanctuary. Sanctuary would be something that right. is a place that is set apart yeah. for a specific purpose. Yes. So I I, I I had an idea. But I didn't want to tell you that I knew because I wasn't a hundred percent sure. <laughs> and and consecrate kinda I think has the same overtones. You're you're doing a specific thing, and this is this is what you're doing. You're not doing anything else. This is the thing you're doing. You're praying. You're consecrating this time, setting it apart. Everything else doesn't matter. Because this is what you're doing right now. And I don't understand. I'm already doing that when I go into prayer. For so sure. then you don't need the book. You don't need John Eldridge's book. That's what For I'm sure. saying. For sure. And it's, actually it's, no it's one words needs John that can Eldridge's be big book. and can be off-putting to guys like you and me that, that don't want to be told how to do something. Right. If I told a non-believer who's going through tough times, I'm like, okay, Lord, consecrate this. I mean, the, I think back. When I wasn't a believer, I would have been completely turned off. It's, it's maybe a different, some people It's a different context, though. Yeah. And I'm sure if you talk, and again, I don't know. I'm a believer, defend, and I'm, I'm. Yeah, not to defend John Aldridge, but I'm sure he would agree with that. That 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 is a different context. That use your wisdom. Using using Christian words, it, it is not 
necessarily effective when talking to someone who's not a Christian. They don't have that context. They don't know what the words mean. Which, so it's using language that you think that they would understand. Which and also le- using language that that you understand. <laughs> that you understand. <laughs> that you you're just using them because you think that's the right way to do it. Right. And right. your and your heart's Good, not in it. Might as, might as well be bullshit. Great point. Or it is bullshit. So and I want to go back real quick t- to when Scott was talking about. You said something. You might want to retract it a little bit. Me? I'm yeah, definitely you, pull it back. Um, I thought you were talking. And you Jeff. said you when you pray and something doesn't happen well, it must be God's will. This that is. I'm not going to say that's not true, but and I don't mean. I just pointed at you, and I don't mean that as a as kind of aggressive as me pointing at you. It does looks. sound, especially with the way you're looking at me too, with your eyes right now. And your head's kind of tilted a little bit. <laughs> but and you're like gripping the microphone really hard. I'll just. I'm not going to come at you. I'll just say me. My feelings. I struggle with. I, I, I struggle with the whole God's will thing. It and praying for it. I I hear it all the time. If it's your will or, well, it must not have been God's will. And I think we're just trying to put words to something we don't understand and to try to try to comfort ourselves. But ultimately, I don't I don't think we're we don't get to know at this point. Is that possible? I'm not I'm not sure. What you're referring what to? You referred to so I yeah praying because praying that was the first part asking God I for had, stuff. If right. it didn't happen, it must. And then I got I got it, I it got kind of well. cut off. So I you know there was more to it. But oh someone, oh okay. So you yeah. want redemption? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That there was more. Yeah, there was more to it. So if you pray for something and it doesn't happen, that's because it's God's will. That's one of the reasons. Because when you pray according to God's will. It will be done, right? If you if you pray and it's not according to God's will, will it be done? Well, not not according to uh, the scriptures. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's true, right? (laughs) That's the right answer. (laughs) There's. There's there's a scripture that um, well first uh, so, so let me flip let me flip it which will help illustrate well I was my flipping I was flipping your I was flipping your okay. original thing so does everything so you ha- have to flip the flip okay I'm gonna flip the flip <laughs> you you can just rest rest on my flop okay is everything that happens God's will no okay thank you <laughs> that's what I'm getting at right so so that my first my first thing is it's not according to God's will because the starting point. Thank you, James White. The starting point is God. How not, dare you? Not us. I know, and you I'm not, not even. I'm not even a Calvinist, as a, <laughs> as affirmed by the your, my question, my response to your question. Yeah. Amen. So fist bump. But what what James White and Alpha and Omega Ministries, Divine Line, <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. What he what he emphasizes, <laughs> and I agree with, is that the starting point is God. So I I think. First, we we should answer probably probably look at that question um, in this context. Um, you know, is it God's will or not? Well, uh, if it wasn't done, maybe it, it probably wasn't God's will. Let's just say. 
The second thing would be us, because when we pray, we should be praying with faith that God will answer our prayers. So, um, I'm going to just throw a scripture out. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man accomplish, accomplish much. Can accomplish much. Uh, in that sense, and that's James 5.16. In that sense, the, the, effective, the, the prayer of a righteous man accomplish much. The effective prayer regimen accomplish much. So can then accomplish, we have can to, we, accomplish much. Can accomplish much. So then I think we need to examine ourselves. Like you're saying, we should always be examining ourselves, right? That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, but less on it. Almost it feels. I guess it when you're a point towards more second nature, where you're kind of aware of your. You're kind of aware of what you're doing. And yeah. why and why you're doing it? Yeah, that's part of it. Because when yeah. you when it comes out of your mouth, it it sounds like a task that <laughs> it sounds like so much work. And yeah, I, I, I know. Think, and I just see most of the time I'm just <laughs> quoting scripture. So much work. And I don't think you're. That's not what you're saying. You're saying the same thing I'm thinking, but in my head, yes. No, I do that with other people too. Because like when I, I when I hear what you say, I'm like, that sounds so liberally progressive. I want to throw up. <laughs> And yet we're on the same page. Sometimes. Sometimes. Today at least. For the most part. Yeah, today we're like weird. All right, so bottom line. Yeah. Just be, I guess, be honest with God. How about that? Yes. Pray, just that, when you pray, be honest. That it's bull, it's, it's, you're, you're being honest with God, but you're being, you're being reverent towards God in your heart and in, and in your actions, I guess. Um, because so I, you, and I, and I, and I, 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 I say I want to think I'm not superstitious, but I catch myself being superstitious. Not just in prayer, but like in sports. Sports, like I want to do things a specific way before every game. Why I'm not superstitious? What I'm telling myself, but I've got to do this thing. But you kind of are. I gotta. I yeah. gotta do this thing. Before, it's really easy to get superstitious yeah, with God. But I, but I, I'm aware. Like I'm, I'm aware of it. So like even, even like, even like, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't prayed. I haven't prayed all morning, but I go to the bathroom, and it's like, okay, I'm in the bathroom. I don't have to think about anything anymore because I, you know, I've driven to work, and I don't have to think about anything more. Right there, it's like. I start praying, right? Because now, now my mind's kind of clear. Because I don't, I don't need. And your I, bowels are clear. And my bowels are clear. So I don't, I don't have to think about peeing or pooping or whatever. But then I'm like, what else is there? <laughs> well, there's you know number three, whatever that is. Powdering your nose. Yeah. So, I, so at that point, I don't have to think about anything. But then, but then I, my superstitious side kind of kicks in. But I'm not superstitious. Oh, I'm clearly, just saying. Clearly, and I'm like, "Hey guys, Scott's not superstitious." Yeah. Then I'm like, if "Man, you don't say it, then it works against you." You know, should I be praying if I'm sitting on the toilet? So that thought, that thought creeps in. Like, man, I shouldn't <laughs> pray if I'm sitting on the toilet because that's irreverence toward God. And then, and then I'm like, 
Wait, wait, God's like, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> a good <green> God. <laughs> I think you're How way overthinking no, all this. Hold on. Don't speak for God. <laughs> oh, but you can speak for God <laughs> in a deep voice. Stop praying on the toilet. I beseech you, young lad. Please edit this out. Be more reverent, you son of a bitch. Okay, Tiny. everybody talking about sports and like how people need to do a certain set yes. of things. Yes. I think some people do that out of superstition, but like for me personally, when I was running track, I had a certain way that I prepared before I got in the blocks. Yeah. And yeah. it was the purpose behind it was to get me focused. Yeah. And so I think if people have a certain routine that they need to do or a certain habit that they need to be able to pray or to meditate or whatever they're doing, that's not superstitious. It's a way to get them focused. Good point. So that that's that's a great point. That's a great point is that the line, the lines between these things might are probably pretty thin between doing the right way and the wrong way and I'm pointing at Jeff doing these right way and the wrong way and it becoming a superstition or it you doing something so that you can free your mind up to not have to worry about that thing later on Boom. so maybe there's maybe, you drop the mic yeah maybe when I maybe it's not superstition when I warm up for softball but maybe it's more like if I do these stretches, I'm not gonna have to worry about. I have to run the bases at you know full speed, which for me isn't that fast. But if I I don't have to worry, you know, I'm not gonna worry about pulling something because I've I've stretched these muscles. So may yeah, that's a great point, Lisa. Yes. Yeah, and if we, I mean, if if we're going after a God that we might be we might be in trouble if God is like, nope, can you wait till you're done taking a shit or. You guys should finish making love before you talk to me, or whatever it is. We're in trouble. Yeah. So, so that that's where I would continue my story of, of being on the toilet in the morning. Is that 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 thought creeps in? Like, man, now I'm okay. The first time I'm praying is when I'm on the toilet, but that's the first time like my brain isn't occupied with doing something, trying to get to work and. But Whatever. literally, that's when you're doing. But then something. I am doing something. But then I'm like, you know what? I don't got you doing something. <laughs> Do I want, doing. I want, points for that. <laughs> I want points for that pun. Yeah, but then, but then I, but then I have to, and that I, that could be part of taking the thought, th- taking you know thoughts captive is like, yeah, God's not, God's not concerned about me. Praying while I'm taking a dump That it's not necessarily irreverent <laughs> It's not necessarily irreverent But But yeah I, I'm, Yeah I'm finally I'm praying And that shouldn't be the only time you pray Is when you're on the toilet but, oh, but How great would it be if Paul was like Hey guys, hey Corinthians Some of my best prayers are when I'm in Squatting in the hole Oh man It'd be yeah. great, it would free you up to do literally you do and pray to do and do so we shouldn't judge other people for the way they no, pray it's, right it's no the the point is pray however you want just don't pray to be noticed by people right. just be honest pray, yeah pray however you want just don't pray how Jesus told you not how to pray yeah exactly or how not to pray you don't think over the last 
10, 15 lifetime of your church life and prayer. You believe in reincarnation? (laughs) (laughs) Are you immortal? Hello. Hi. (laughs) My question for all of you, really, after seven hours of conversation was, have you felt pressure ever to pray a certain way? To say certain words, to have a certain posture. Yes, but it was only, it was pressure I put on myself from uh, a misconstrued vision of what I thought God wanted. Slash my ego getting in the way and and like and trying to trying to pray how pe- I thought people wanted. That's what I was going to say. But not what they actually wanted. I would say maybe five, seven years ago, I would have experienced that. Like if you're praying with people that were older and more mature, you're thinking more mature in their faith than you because you're a younger person and having that, that kind of like pressure behind that they ask you to pray that you would need to be eloquent or have vocabulary that's more spiritual but I I don't have that now I don't have that now so much so that I, I almost don't even know I almost <laughs> don't even know how to pray anymore <laughs> but why would you say that because he doesn't know who's praying no specific to way to pray I know that's right or wrong it's because I'm a mess just asleep yes I'm sorry I thought that was gonna be a seven-minute conversation and it turned into an hour conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I want to get to the real good stuff. Oh, yeah. Sorry you had stuff to talk about. Well, like what? I don't know. I just agree. We're going to talk and talk. No, you're going to... No. What? Did you lose your tongue? I'm not going to do it. Did I take your tongue? You... What do you want to talk about? I'm speaking in plural. Jeff, what did you have in mind? Was blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) 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 If we if we ended there, that's it. it. We're done. Or probably begin there. I don't know. Blast for I don't, I don't know. I can't even. I can't repeat that. That's. We'll look back on the day when the dead rose from the grave. No more sorrow and shame. The new body and name. Nothing perfect will die. No more tears in our eyes. No more worries and trials.
was blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. 